Hey, what's up, guys? And welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. I'm Lisa A. Smith, founder of the Black Health Academy, joined as always by my super dope co-host, Miss Get Fit with Jay. We're extending the life of the culture one episode at a time. If you're welcome, if you're new, welcome to the Black Health Academy. Um, we are a mission-based organization dedicated to the eradication of the most common chronic diseases which disproportionately impact people of color. So our mission at the Black Health Academy is to equip you with the knowledge, tools, and experience required to have intellectual conversations with your healthcare provider, with your family and friends, and to, and to usher you into a life of optimal health using a whole food, plant-based lifestyle. So Jay, listen, it's been a minute, but you is fresh off that Cali and Vegas sun. Yes, I Just am. Just got back from a phenomenal family vacay. How the hell was it? Man, it was, it was a nice trip. It was a very nice trip. Um, you know, it was different. You know, because normally you go to Vegas with your friends. Yeah. And um, every time I went to California, it was with, you know, adults. So taking my kids from Vegas to California, letting them see everything, the flight with them there. it You know, it, it just felt good to be able to, first of all, be able to just take them on the trip by myself. Yes. You know what I mean? Like being able to finance the whole trip by myself. Um you know, everybody, well, if you listen to the podcast, you know my experience with getting a divorce and starting my life all over again. So it just felt good on that aspect of like, you know, I'm in a place of, you know, I don't have to worry about money. You know yes. what I mean? And that's just on that tip alone. And, um, but they enjoy, they really enjoyed uh, Vegas and just the nightlife in Vegas, just seeing all the people, all the different street performers. And, yes. and, you know, of course, we were mainly out in the daytime. They got out once at night. And, uh, you know, they went to the Adventure Park. And uh, my nephew, who's 19, we uh, went off to do a museum and to find like a mom and pop shop while the kids, because my sister went with her kids too, while the kids went to um, the Adventure Park, we went out and found some stuff for us. And then we drove three and a half hours to California to see my great aunt who is 86, about to be 87. Wow. And uh, that was so nice because she, she said, uh, you know, seeing us, seeing all the kids, she said, well, you know, we added years to her life. She was How like, long has it been since you've seen her? The last time I saw my aunt was two years ago at my grandmother, my grandmother, her sister okay. passed. And, um, that was the last time I saw her, but we talk all the time. And, you know, I, I know she's been feeling down and depressed mm. because she lost my grandma, which was her last sister, her last sibling. Okay. And then she lost her husband like three or four months ago. They were married for 65 years. Wow. Almost 66 years. Okay. And so she's just been like lonely and stuff like that. And mm. so, she, you know, I've been inviting her over and over again. You know, you can come here, but her son... He he says, you know, he doesn't want her flying during COVID. He doesn't want her flying. Understandable, absolutely, right? So, absolutely. Yeah. So I was like, but you know, we're going to get out there. We're going to get out there. And this has been back and forth for two years. And we find out that we're coming. And she was so excited seeing everybody looking so different, tall, oh, having conversations. She said, y'all gave me so much light. Oh, Just so much God. light. So that was the first stop in California. Then we hit all the beaches, Venice Beach. We tried to do uh, Santa Monica Beach. It was crazy. 
Really? Just crazy packed? Crazy packed. I mean, no chill, Kel. No chill. None. <laughs> None. Okay. Ain't no COVID. Take the, hey, hey, you gonna risk it all? <laughs> oh, no. This is the place to do it. It must be with nice views. If you want to have a stand between your toes while you get COVID, <laughs> here's where you do it. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and then Hollywood Boulevard ate outside. So it was just a nice trip. And, you know, oh, you know, Bryce had been trying to go to California for years. And he really, really. But here's the thing. He got this wristband out there. Now, mind you, this was like two weeks ago. Why he refused to take it off? Why should he? That's, that's what he said. <laughs> I said. Why should he take his wristband off? Because it stresses me out. Why, Jay? He can shower with it. He can do everything he That's what he said. I can still shower with it. I can... Why? Why must I take this off? Why does he have to take the wristband off? In his mind, he's never taking it off. That is a whole ball In of In my stress. mind, he shouldn't. Lord, no. <laughs> I'm like... I tried to put my foot down this time. I'm like, you're taking that off. Jay, why? If there's no... You have no logical explanation as to why. It's not better for his safety, for his health, <laughs> I, nothing. It just seems germy and ridiculous. I don't know. He's like, how? And get washed every time you take a shower. That's what he said. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> this is, I don't know. Yeah, I don't like Bryson it. on this one. Um, yeah. And you yeah. know Bryson has been trying to get to California for his whole life. For, yes, absolutely. So that is his remembrance. Yeah. If never forget was a person, it'll be that Bryson. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. And one of the things we did was ride through Beverly Hills and uh, look at it all. One thing I didn't know was just how many people with, uh, like, rich people with big houses and stuff had security. I didn't realize that. Like, in all these, uh, you know, million-dollar homes, they had security just parked in the driveway. It was interesting to see um, in every single car. Oh, you mean literally, uh, like, a security per home? Not per home, but a lot at a lot of the homes. And really? Then, yeah, yeah. And um, well, it was know. people in the cars. Um, no, the I, the security truck was just there, like they're on the scene, they're on site. Okay. Yeah, that was okay. interesting. And then um, every single car in Beverly Hills was a Tesla or a Ferrari or a Porsche or just it was crazy. We saw gold plated, you know, just. I don't even know all the, what these cars were. It was just such a different environment. We're just looking around like, wow, this is this is the other side. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all better get to work. Shoot. Yes. Yeah. That is, man, I mean, we done said it a million and one times, but that exposure, just yeah. seeing like this is available to you too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, like having means and being comfortable in Michigan and Metro Detroit is very different from having means and being comfortable in California. Very Absolutely. Different. Very different. I mean, there was no, not one single car that, it was to the point, we were in a, a minivan. Like, <laughs> a week, we should just get pulled over on site. Like, <laughs> <laughs> ma'am, no, you haven't done anything, violated anything. It's just. Except for our eyesight. We just know you don't belong here. That's all we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> for our eyesight is violated. But yeah, that was it. Oh, it was a, it was a really good time. We, they, I mean, everything, what, whatever they want to do, they did. It was really about the kids. Like, you want to go here, you want to go there, you want to eat there. It didn't matter. Like, let's just make this a really memorable, memorable vacation for you guys. And then uh, we flew home, red eyes, through the middle of the night. My son slept on my shoulder the whole entire time. <laughs> I was like, okay, you're going you gonna to take this, it's about me thing, all the way to, till we touch down back home. Absolutely. Okay, got it. Got it. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was cool. Man, that sounds pretty doggone amazing. Well, I'm following your footsteps. I fly out to San Francisco next Thursday. I can't wait. We'll be hours away from where you guys were, but um, it's not my first time in Cali, but it's my first time in San Fran. And, you know, of course, I've been like planning some itinerary so we can have some stuff on, you know, the calendar and then still have a bunch of free time because, you know, planning activities and trips during COVID, I forget how much everything is so reduced capacity. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have reservations and mm-hmm. stuff, Jay, like I really, 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 really wanted to go to Alcatraz. And it's like, I can't find tickets anywhere. It's sold out for every single day. Is that the trip. tour of the jail? Yeah, the prison. Yeah, mm-hmm. the famous prison. On that's on an island because you got to take a ferry to get there and everything. Mm-hmm. And I really, 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 really wanted to do Alcatraz. And it's like, sis. You can do it, but when you come just back. Just not now. Right. <laughs> that ain't going to be this weekend. <laughs> so it was just some stuff. Everything. I'm like, oh, man, I can't believe it. And we don't had the tickets for so long. I'm like, why didn't I? I didn't even think that. Yeah. You know, so I just booked our tickets to the, you know, Museum of Modern Art, San Francisco and some other things. I'm going to hook up and have lunch with one of our Farmer Table students out there. And, um, you know, I'm like, dang. So, you know, we booked a couple Airbnb experiences, but I'm really like super excited because I know it's like a really beautiful city. We are, our room is off the water. So we have a water view every morning. Oh, nice. So I'm really excited because just for the same reasons, like, let me just see another perspective Perspective. of life. I can't wait to see healthy people. Walking around, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, Jay, we got this reservation at this 100% plant-based Italian restaurant. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I'm so excited. As you should be. Oh, my God. Like, and, and there's so many. There's 100%. We're going to do this um, rickshaw tour. And um, he said, when I booked the experience, he's like, if you don't drive a car, apparently he must be just really environmentally friendly and stuff. Mm-hmm. He was like, if you don't drive a car... To get here, I'll pay for your lunch mm-hmm. or whatever. And I'm like, okay. And and he said, is there any dietary preferences in your party? I'm like, yeah, well, you know, one of us is 100%, you know, plant-based vegan. And, um, and he was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, he, he's like, there's this 100% plant-based Mexican restaurant. I'm going to buy y'all some cocktails and all this. And I'm like, man. Okay, who is this again? You said rickshaw. Yeah, it's a, the guy who does the rickshaw tour who's going to take us on the tour of, of the city, this area in San Francisco called like the Mission District. And um, so he's like, I'll pay for y'all for this and this if you don't drive a car. I'm like, all right, well, we'll take a Lyft or Uber, you know, to get to the experience. So just like, I can't. the same thing? I'm, I'm confused. I don't know why he don't want us to drive a car. I'm, I guess parking and stuff, maybe in that area. I'm sure oh, it's okay. something I'm not, whatever. Yeah, I don't care. Right. Yeah. I'm like, whatever. Or maybe we'll take one of the trolleys because they have, you know, top street trolleys there a lot. So I'm really excited about a lot of that. And I'm really excited pretty much because I, I feel like it's going to be the same thing. It's kind of like Portland, mm-hmm. like really plant-based friendly, yeah. really clean streets, you know, a focus on fitness and exercise, you know, sunshine, you know, just, and it's one of the, they have some of the windiest and curviest streets. And so I'm excited to explore those and go up and down the hills. So I'm super excited and I'm, and it's so crazy. This is how messed up I am. I'm already disappointed about coming back. <laughs> is that ridiculous? Bye. Yes. You know how I feel about <laughs> oh, it. Oh God. So, but yeah, I will say that, you know, normally, you know how you are about weather. You hate rain and you hate snow. And I'm always looking at you like, but you have heat in your house. You have heat <laughs> in your car. I mean, really, you only deal with the wet weather for minimum minimum especially like where you live now 
Like you don't even, but I get it, sis. Thank you. Finally. I get it. Like, you know, coming back, I have just been extremely conscious, conscious of that I ain't got to deal with this, yeah. you know? And so I get it about being disappointed. But when you see here, but when you come back, the weather's probably going to be nice. I know it's not just weather. I know it's all it's about not, the mindset. Fact, the weather's going to be worse there than it is here. San Francisco doesn't get super warm. The weather's only going to be in the mid-60s while we're there. Ooh. Yeah. Like, when we leave all next week, Detroit is um, supposed to be, like, 75, 78, 80. So you don't want to come back to the lashes and lace fronts? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm, you won this episode. You got me. I see exactly. Uh, no. I get it. I was just asking. No, that do hit different. <laughs> Yeah, you see you what I mean? Not the lashes and the lace that's fronts. A, that's what stressing you said. I'm be honest. You know what I'm saying? And and if I see a pair of gators, I'm done. No, nah, yeah, going bags. back. Going back to Pack San Fran, then book Alcatraz. <laughs> Might as well. I ain't coming back. Can I live on Alcatraz? I need to be on the island for at least two months. No, the gators myself. was pink. No, you don't understand. <laughs> no, the lashes came out. I thought she was going to take flight. You don't understand. The lashes and the lace fronts was too much. Oh my God. Oh, oh God. Stop. Stop making us sound judgy. You don't no, want you to said no. <laughs> no. Oh, no. You said going forward, we're about to completely just, just hang just loose. lean into it. Yeah. No, but you know what? Speaking of restaurants, Jay, man, so one of the most um, popular restaurants um, in the world is in New York City and it's called 11 Madison Park. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of it? No. It's a, like, Four, five-star, super fine dining restaurant. Mm-hmm. They got voted the number one restaurant in the world. Not in the United States. The number one restaurant in the world back in uh, 2017. They got the highest restaurant rating from um, New York Times, which is a four-star review. And uh, Chef um, Daniel Hum, he has all of these uh, Michelin stars, which is like, you know, in the culinary world, that's like the gold star of dining, Right. So they have been closed since like last March because of COVID and they just reopened. Um, They just opened up their reservation book for the month of June this year. And this is their first time opening up in a year, Mm -hmm. like super fine dining, blah, blah, blah. And they announced that when they reopen, they're going to be 100 percent plant based. Right. And it blew everybody's mind in the culinary world because. I think only maybe one restaurant, 100% plant-based restaurant in the world has ever got a Michelin star and 11 Madison Park. Like people travel from all over the world to come to this restaurant because it's rated number one in the world. Um, like I went on to try and make a reservation. Of course, they were already gone for the month of June and their reservation book for the month of July is going to open up June 1st and it's $335 a plate, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm like, I'm set, set a calendar. I'm like, the number one restaurant in the world is going 100% plant-based. And I was listening to the interview with, with the executive chef and the owner, Daniel Hum. And he was just like, like, my mind was opened in COVID. Like, it's insane how much we ruin our environment, the planet, and everything, consuming all these animals. And, of course, he got his ratings from making all of this exquisite meat and mm-hmm. butter and cheese and all of this. So it's been like news of news so i'm like i can't believe it it's just so amazing like it did the bait and switch y'all know i can cook come on get this point he did the bait and switch i'm like i ain't mad i ain't mad either i'm like y'all better come through so i cannot make like whenever i'll take any reservation 
on their calendar and I'll just book a flight, you know, me and Bay fly out to New York for the night and go to dinner there or something. But I'm just like, oh, I'm dying in there. Mm-hmm. That's that's goals mm-hmm. for this year. Absolutely. Sometime, you know, see what you're doing. Listen, 335 a plate. Shoot. Tip probably easy. 150. Oh, yeah. It yeah. better be easy. And I, and I know it's going to be delicious. And it's one of those fine dining restaurants where more than likely you got to go get more food after to be full. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we about to hit this county. Look, leaving out your, your finest attire. Your finest attire. Like, so Thai or Chinese? You got you, falafel? Which one to move on? So, oh, man. But I refuse not to, experience to it, yes. be fed by the number one chef in the world. And he plant-based. I was like, look at God. So it's our time, baby. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's our time. Plan like base is winning out Plan here. Plan base is definitely winning. Listen, let's get into weight. What if you guys have not already, make sure you are inside of the Black Health Academy first and foremost, okay? Uh, over 1,100 of your cousins say it's lit, all right? So make sure you go to www.theblackhealthacademy.com and join for free. We have over 90 master classes. We do a live nutrition, plant-based nutrition class every first Saturday of the month called Get Planted, an introduction to a whole food plant-based lifestyle. And we've been having, having an absolute phenomenal time, you know, escorting people of color into optimal health using the power of plants, baby. So get your tail into the Black Health Academy if you aren't already. Before we get into Wait What, Jay, I want to uh, read this review. You have to hear this review from one of our uh, current Farm to Table students. How you loving spring 2020 semester uh, of Farm to Table? It's nice. It's, it always amazes me. It, it's, it's, it's come to be expected, mm-hmm. but it's still like one of those things like, wow, people are really coming in. <laughs> You know, it still shocks me. I don't know why. Like, wow, again, another semester of people knocking out the park and and getting the value out of it. Agreed. Yeah. So I love it. You know, of course, like you said, people of color. And it's just like, oh, man, this is not just the people of, you know, the people in the, the farm to table spring semester It's literally going to be. Their who they're influencing in their life, like that, yes. who they're impacting. Yes. So I just think about how far it's reaching. You know what I mean? The lives that it's saving, even outside of the the course. Yes, a hundred percent. It's 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 pretty dope. I'm like, I'm just like you. Like every Tuesday night when we have class, I'm like, man, like we're doing it again. We <laughs> yeah, we're gonna eat one more day. <laughs> right, 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 right. It Turns out it still works. All it right, let's get it. Works and it's getting better and better. So, uh, if you guys don't know, Farm to Table is our signature ten week coaching program. Uh, where we basically take you from wherever you are to helping you to adopt a more whole food plant-based lifestyle to reverse or prevent chronic health challenges. Or we have plenty of people who take the program because they are professionals who want to understand nutrition um, science on a deeper level to help the people they serve. So uh, we're going to piggyback back this summer uh, as I drop the other 23, my plant-based certification, launching this summer. So we got a lot of juiciness happening here in this plant-based world here inside the Black Health Academy. So make sure you get in. So listen, Jay, I want to share this review from a farm to table student. She's currently in the program for our spring 2021 semester. And she says, I am really enjoying this journey and I am dedicated to seeing it through to the end and beyond. I have logged food I thought was good for me to only find it wasn't. But you do better when you know to do better. I am getting it. My exercise is not what it should be, but I know I will get there. 
I am aware that I can't go from doing nothing to running marathons, and I am good with that for now. Farm to Table is an amazing approach to excellent health and should be modeled in our schools at an early age. It hasn't been two complete weeks yet, and my thinking about food and my intake is changing every day. I can actually taste food better, and I am enjoying what I eat better as I learn to eat, to live, and not live to eat. Eating has become a celebration for me. I am freed up from counting calories and can now concentrate on content. Thank you for informing us that this is not the calorie counting game. I am already losing weight because my habits are changing and my vitals are unbelievable. This alone has me incentivized to keep pushing to victory. I see myself accomplishing my goals and living until I die. Lisa, you and your team are great. You are super intelligent professionals that are a credit to our race. I am thankful that God included you in his plans for my life. Wow. What? I'm like, listen, if you can find a better review that will make a coach's heart smile, show me. Because I can't find one. <laughs> you hear me? That was nice listen. and articulate. Uh, man. Wasn't it? Written very well. Oh, man. Yeah. So, you know. Farm the table. Hey, farm the table. So, shout out to Lula for sharing that experience just a couple weeks into the program. Uh, we really have worked hard to try and curate a phenomenal experience for, for you guys. Because we know it ain't easy giving up cheese and oil and right. butter, you know. So we try and at least make the blow as soft as possible by making it a great experience. So thank you so, so much for that review, Lula. And now on to Wait What. Wait What is our segment where we identify something we saw, heard, or experienced in the last few weeks that made us go, Wait, Wait What? what? Now, I'm going to do a real short one, and I'm going to circle back around for my second one. But I forgot to tell you this on the last time we recorded. Okay. Last time we did our first Saturday class, I think it was, you know, for the month of April, I interviewed Kelly about type 2 diabetes. Right. And, you know, I announced that I was going to be interviewing her, and she told, she started telling everybody. So her family came onto the Zoom and listened, you know, and watched, and this included her mom, right? Mm. So, you know, Kelly did a phenomenal job sharing her experience with, you know, being diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, taking firm to table, reversing her type 2 diabetes, and just what it's done for her life to be free of this disease. And, you know, we got down and dirty with the interview, and she just dropped some amazing gems and helped so many people. Do you know, after we did that first Saturday class, literally a few minutes after, she called me. Well, I called her, and it's like, you did a phenomenal job. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And she's like, no problem. So we hung up. And then she called me back a few minutes later. She was like, I just got to tell you this. I was like, what? She was like, my mom <laughs> was on the call this morning. And when we got off, she called me and was like, I didn't know Lisa was black all this time. I've been hearing you talk about Lisa this and farm the table this. And, you know, come and be interviewed. Watch, watch her interview me this morning about type 2 diabetes. <laughs> she was like, she black? <laughs> She was like, everything you were telling me just about how good the program was, how smart she was, I just knew it was white. Wow. Wait, what? That's crazy. And I get it. Me too. Me too, Jay. I, I 100% get it. Me too. She said, Lisa, my mind was blown away that you were black. Damn. Ain't that crazy? Man, yeah, because I, I, because I, I get it's crazy how much I understand. And That's what's likewise, crazy to me. Likewise, all I could do was laugh, <laughs> and you know, little little sadness too. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yes, um, but yeah, she was like, 
my mom was so impressed. She was like, she loved you. Just that she was like, she had no idea you was black. Dang. Ain't that crazy? Yes. Yeah. That's definitely a way would. Definitely. <laughs> I, I had to I had to save it. I'm like, I'm not even gonna tell you this offline. I had to save it like that's crazy. Dang. Wow. <laughs> yes, black. <laughs> Shoot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like like black, like for the people black. Like right. they're black. Like, yeah. Not I you know, I grew up in a, a you know No. No with like a white family and white neighborhood or you know what I mean. No, I identify as black black. Yeah, I relate to black. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, like swagged out black. Yeah, like yeah, you can't take our stuff black. Yeah, yeah. like lit black. Like don't touch my hair black. <laughs> <laughs> we could go on, but we think y'all got the right. <laughs> right. Wow. All right. Yeah. Well, shoot, that on my little petty way. You kill me. You always talk about your way must be petty. I mean, like got the small little right blowing about the water like. Turns out, because of my intelligence and fortitude and ability to help the community, <laughs> a parent was under the impression that I was Caucasian. <laughs> Wait, what? What? We just gonna speed past this? Right. She called her daughter like, you ain't tell me Lisa was black. That's deep. That's so deep. And that That almost deserves a podcast on itself. So we can dive into the mindset and the history of. But anyway, so my way, what? Y'all, I'm honest with my petty way. What? It's true. So I take my bike um, out yesterday on my lunch. No more than a block into or two blocks into it. My whole entire knee gave out on me. Just gave out for no reason. Left a right knee. Right. It's always that right knee. It's always that right knee. It's uh, And you know, lately, well, for the past like two years, actually, I've been trying to stop putting so much pressure on this knee. Like, because every time I step on the steps, I, I lead with my right leg. Okay. Step on the treadmill, I lead with my right leg. Yep. Everything I lead with that is yep. my, you know what I mean? I put all of the weight in, you know the task on the right leg, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I've been trying to be intentional about letting the left leg lead so I can, you can take some of this stuff on pressure <laughs> now, you carry your weight. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I got, and of course I'm like, oh, this is, this is exactly why I'm bike riding because I need to, you know, get these joints moving and da 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 Yeah. So I kept bike riding. I just kept on doing it. Why did I have to pedal super? I'm talking about. <laughs> It was like, do I get off and just walk the bike at this point? <laughs> super slow. Super slow. And it just reminded me of that podcast we did. I think it was the last time. My hip. Yeah. But yeah. it's like, this is getting damn disrespectful now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I just know you ain't trying to trip on me after all this work. Yeah. You know. After all the plants I feed you, I, I keep j- you hydrated. I, I I just had went to the track that morning. I had just went to the track that morning. So how long did it take for it to come back? I'm just not realizing it's gone. <laughs> like, are we good? Yeah. You got to start, you know, talking to your knee like you talk to the plants. Like, hey, baby, you, yeah. good morning. <laughs> what you feel like doing today? Right. You need some sun? <laughs> water? I know you need water. Man. Oh, yeah, no doubt. But I refuse, Jay. I put, I've been pushing my hip to the limit ever since. I got a new uh, way that I walk from my house to the riverfront. Mm-hmm. There and back, seven miles. I go all the way to the end of the DeQuinter cut. Mm-hmm. It takes me two hours. A little less if I do, you know, if I do jog too. I refuse. Oh, yeah. 
oh, I yeah. said, I'm about to do these seven miles and I wish you would. Which, which you're not about to do. Is embarrass me. And what I'm not about to do is start adapting to this. Absolutely And adjusting. No. no, I'm not about to walk shorter distances. Y'all know now, 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 I can't do bike riding, but I, what I can out. do. My no. knee went out. I can't. No. Mm-mm. No. No, better oh, luck oh, you next wanna time. You want to act up? Oh, we about to do it. You about to get more. Right, right, right. <laughs> you got now it, I'm on a bike team. That's my way. What? I'm on <laughs> Just wanted to let you know. Yeah. You're riding across I country. Time. <laughs> I do not have time. We ain't starting this. Now, I promise you, Jay, I refuse. Nobody. We treat you too good for you to be acting like this. Uh, one last thing. Now, this is not a way what, but have you ever realized during conversation to discover something about yourself when you're talking to somebody? Mm. I was talking to somebody and I forgot what it was, but they told me to put it on my bucket list. And I immediately got annoyed. I didn't know that I don't believe in bucket lists. Yeah, you believe in like next month list. Plan. Yeah, plan. Yeah. I think bucket lists are remember, I don't know if you remember I used to tell you like in my uh my relationship, not my current relationship or anything like that, but a past relationship where if I needed something or something needs to be done, they would always say, I gotta look into it mm-hmm. or I gotta see about it. Mm-hmm. And that gave them the feeling of they had taken care of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the same thing with bucket lists. Like yes. when you say you put it on your bucket list, you feel like you're actually planning it like mm-hmm. you, you know what i'm saying you feel I'm satisfied one day, one day when, no like if it, for anybody who's listening if you have something you want to do somewhere you want to go yes. so, something you need to experience yes start planning for it I, do, I, I don't believe in the bucket list we of course we never know when we're going to go but what's the purpose of putting something on the before you die list when you don't know what life is going to hand you That's how true. do you know you and your best friend is going to be able to to go to italy you don't know what's going to happen with your best friend you don't know what's going to happen with you in your life if you can go to italy in the next year or two start planning that for now i, I just don't bucket lists are they just, they're kind of stressful low-key yeah no i agree <laughs> i agree yeah definitely like look it up research it i think most people uh do bucket lists too because they think things are not as attainable as they truly are like it sounds like that's too far or too expensive or just not like I would never get the time off or something. But the thing about it is if it's too expensive now, what's going to change in your life to, to get, are you going to now start, or are you going to start working two jobs? Are you going to start a, a company? What What's going to change? More than likely, eventually you're going to probably retire and, and possibly have less money. Like what's going to change in your finances that on your bucket list, you're going to be able to eventually do this. Facts. No, I agree. So, no, I'm not a fan of bucket list. But, all right, what's your weight what? Okay, so my weight what kind of sparked the motivation for the topic today. So, I'm going to read two comments um, that were on social media that I was like, I don't know if I agree with this or not. Okay. So, one was a, um, uh, it was a really, really, really cute outfit. Um, that it was an ad on Facebook for a workout outfit and it was this beautiful chocolate girl wearing it and this yellow, this yellow workout mm-hmm. outfit, right? And it was a whole bunch of comments and of course I looked at the comments and this one lady said, you don't carry plus sizes. Since the average black woman is a size 16, I think you should, right? Um, and the, the company replied and said, thanks for reaching out. We have plus sizes. Please find a variety of items we offer in plus size here. And they put the link. And then she replied and said, unfortunately, what I want is not offered in plus size. Everything you offer should be inclusive. 
I would love that yellow that you say is made for black women. I guess just not full figure black women. Okay. Okay. So that's the first comment. Then I was looking at another post. I saw another ad and this guy who won like this chef competition on one of those cooking shows, he came out with his own brunch mix, like to make pancakes, a pancake mix, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Comment under this ad for the pancake mix says, absolutely too many carbs. Why don't these chefs ever think of, of the millions of us that have diabetes? Okay, (laughs) so after reading the first post about y'all don't have sizes for full figure people and seeing this post that says too many carbs in this pancake mix, you're not thinking about the millions of us that have diabetes. I wanted to bring it to the podcast, Jay. And the question is, are we responsible as founders, as CEOs, People who are, you know, creating products and services. Are we responsible for accommodating people who are diseased and out of shape? Absolutely not. Absolutely damn not. And that last comment actually just irritated my entire being. She said, you don't think about the millions of us that got diabetes. Just to be clear, just to be absolutely clear. People who have diseases, meat eaters, people who are overweight, people who don't exercise are accommodated every single day. It's actually the people who are trying to enhance their life and improve their life who are inconvenienced more. Let's just be clear. But even if that wasn't the case, nobody is responsible for making accommodations for your disease, for your Uh, insecurities for whatever it is that's ailing you no one is responsible you are responsible for finding the sources and the means for yourself because you have diabetes somebody else supposed to make pancake mix and if it's type 2 diabetes what you need to be doing is finding accommodations to find the right treatment to to get you off of those medications as opposed to to trying to find the food junk food exactly you're you're focused on the wrong thing (laughs) as we like to say here you're focused on the wrong thing but what happens when the majority of the country jay you know over 40 percent of americans are on at least one prescribed drug have at least one most of them have multiple comorbidities chronic health challenges like are we in a place now in the world where we are forced to start making because millions upon millions of people are overweight or obese and do have high blood pressure, hypertension, you know, diabetes, heart disease. Are we wrong? Like, should we be shifting the marketplace to accommodate all of this unhealthiness? I'm going to say no. I mean, it, it's not even up for debate. It's not even really <laughs> up for discussion, really. It's absolutely no. And it's not just because, oh, Jay, you're just opposed to. It's not that. Just coming from a from a perspective of who do you think you are? That's that's my perspective. Who do you think you are where the world needs to shift and make more room for you? I think I'm one out of millions. I mean... And so why wouldn't you? You wouldn't even get... You would lose business at this point not having a plus-size line. The thing about it is that they want the same... Like she said... It's not that we don't have a plus size line now, because I, I can understand that. Right. You have this whole company geared towards, you know, petite, you know, slender women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could lose 
uh, capital off of that. But you saying, well, I want the two piece, da 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 da, da just like that. That doesn't go. That we don't do that either way because the way I like to dress now mm-hmm. is flowy. Like I like the the flowy stuff now, mm-hmm. and every time I go into the size that I wear, mm-hmm. which is uh, a four to six, mm-hmm. I. They assume that we kind of want more uh, tight, fitting. tight fitting. Yeah. And it's like I go into the plus size section. I tell my you know sisters this all the time. They got the good clothes. Yeah. Like they got the the, the flowy. The loose. The loose. Yeah. The I blooming. love yeah. that. Yeah. I love that look. Yeah. Yeah. You, you definitely more bohemian. You probably just need to shop at a whole different type of Probably. Store. Yeah. 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 You're wearing, you're wearing more boho. But I can't say I'm a size and go and be mad. I can't be mad. Nobody. We're not about. We're not about to. This is our line. This is what we have available for you, and that's just the way it is. Just like you know, we, you and I can't go into, um, like you know, someone offered to go to take me out to dinner, and they was like, "Let's go to Outback." I want to go to Outback because Outback really doesn't make accommodations for me. That's right. I need to go somewhere. That has the things that I'm not going to go to Outback and start demanding a plant based line. Menu, right? At a steakhouse. No. At a steakhouse, right? Well, I don't understand. I don't understand this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wish y'all could see the confusion in her eyeballs. At I least I'm not, I'm not been more confused in my. Well, no, I wanted this outfit. Honey. Like, I couldn't believe this comment. She said, way too many carbs. You're not considering those of us that have diabetes. Are you considering yourself having diabetes? You trying to get pancake mix like you said. You focus on the wrong thing. You need to be rerouting that pancake money to understanding how to revert and get rid of type 2 diabetes. This is the wrong focus. Meanwhile, you're like online yelling at companies for not accommodating you for being diseased. And how far, my question is, how far is it going to go? How far? Now. How far, how far down this rabbit hole are we going to go? First it starts with pancake mix. Then what? I mean, some of us are, are, you know, triggered by, by, by green, uh, boxes uh, or in that, I mean, like how far <laughs> it reminds me of when I was in the Navy and we was lost it in the ports. Like how far does this go to where you, what affects you is supposed to be accommodated for? <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, damn. I'm just saying. Uh, I, okay, okay. Let me fall back. Cause they like Jay. You know it ain't the same. I know. I know. I'm just irritated by that. I'm, I'm being childish at this point. But but seriously. Yeah. No. I. Agree. But seriously, I you agree. know. Um. Just like for instance, everybody knows on Facebook. If you want to be. <laughs> If you want people to not care, to be savage, to make a joke about anything, go on the internet. Yeah. Social media does not care about feelings. Take your feelings out of the equation. And so, you know, somebody posted something about, um, it was a joke about a sensitive topic of, uh, what was it? I don't know. Let's just say domestic violence or something or not, or not a car, something. And somebody was really triggered. You know, a lot of people was laughing at the joke because it was a joke. And someone said, that's not funny. My such and such, and it's not, you know, that that's something you shouldn't joke about. Yeah. 
this is not, I can't go on social media and say, you can't make a joke about cancer. Yeah. I can't go on social media and be sensitive about cancer. No. It's your job to get off of social media if you're sensitive if about you're cancer. Gonna be triggered. If yeah. you're sensitive about, uh, you know, certain topics and feel like you should, it should be included or not to be said, it's your job at the end of the day to protect and provide for you. Mm-hmm. It's not society's job. Yeah, it would be nice if everyone knew, knows that, okay, um, Five years ago, during such and such, this happened to me. So I appreciate if everybody would, nobody would joke about it. This world is not designed for that. Just like every ingredient list is not going to be designed for your uh, illness. Just like every clothes, you know, fashion designer is not going to be designed for your size. Like It just doesn't work work like that. That's right. That's right. But people be mad that they can't find nothing, that they can't, I mean, be in their feelings. So I just, I was, I was appalled by it and I was saddened by it because we've got to, gotten to a place where, you know, these chronic health challenges, me and you have said it all, all the time that, you know, they're so commonplace that we're not ashamed of it. Like we, you know, we, we still won't announce that if if we HIV positive, but we damn sure announced that I'm type two diabetic. I'm I'm, on water pills. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I I got hypertension. I got this because it's so commonplace that we feel like like we're amongst friends. Right. Right. And we've normalized, um, having chronic diseases and chronic health challenges. Um, and now we are literally demanding that the world accommodate us as opposed to to us seeing this as a problem that we should be addressing. Yeah, because if you get down to it, I mean, everyone, there's so much thing, so many things we don't think about. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Just like on, you know, I, my son is in football now. I, you know, there's a group of men that stand over to the side. Well, where's the mom group? I'm a single. Like, how far do you want to be accommodated? Yeah. It, it would all be nice for all of us if we could just find the, a seamless place in this world yeah. where things can just be so easy for us that would be ideal it truly um you know like i have someone who's um has health issues and disability in my own personal small family and so just recently we had like a family gathering mm-hmm. and of course i you know i'm all, i'm on time and this person is never on time right mm-hmm. and so i park in the driveway i'm the first one in the driveway and then um, when they finally get there, you know, my sister's like, Jay, you need to move your car. Why would you park right there? And, you know, you know, such and such is disabled. And, um, you know, they need that spot pretty much. Mm-hmm. And I turned around. I was like, well, then they need to be on time. And everybody might as well gasp. Mm-hmm. They like, oh, mm-hmm. how could you say such a thing? They know they're disabled. They know they have disabilities, mm-hmm. but they expect the accommodations to come from the external side of things. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, it gets to the point where you have to internally know what's going on with you and navigate this world to benefit yourself. That's right. I mean, it, it just is. We don't read all of these labels because why don't you make it to where when I come in a grocery store or down the aisle, the lake, you know, this should be on this side where there's no additives on this. Side. Like we have to be inconvenienced. We have to read labels yeah. to know what's in it. And we have to bypass the things 
that don't uh, align with what we want. Absolutely. Everyone has to do this. Everybody. In some area of your life, you have to go out of your way to be self-governing. Yes. And stop expecting, you know, the the city needs to create ordinances for this. The government needs to make this a law. This needs to be this. This company should make things that don't have this in it. What what oh, what about the, those of us who are gluten sensitive? Why don't you have a gluten-free version? Yo. Yo, it's just like going to work at a company. It's just like applying for a job. You don't get to go into the place of business with your suit on and your shiny resume, smile and nod and agree that you're going to do everything that the job description is asking for. And then two weeks into the position, start making demands of what should and shouldn't be different at the company that you ain't damn start. Right. Fall in line. Fall in line or fall, fall out of line. line. Exactly. I can't, I'm so sick of people thinking they own a place. Like if you want something ran a certain way, go run it. Or, oh you know, be more diplomatic in how you make suggestions. But don't don't take this air about yourself that, you know, you if you don't like the fact that your job don't give you enough time off, go get somewhere that does or create a space where you can have it. But you don't get to bitch and moan about these things. These things were put in place for the benefit of the company. A company's goal is to be uh, revenue positive. Not to give you all the time off you want with your family. That's something that you're responsible mm-hmm. responsible for. You know, like we, we go into all these places making demands and it is not these businesses and places responsibility to accommodate you. Yeah, absolutely. Just like now. So, you know, we're going to New Orleans um, next month. Oh, it's going to be lit. <laughs> and so... Um, me, Natasha, and I have um, been going to the track, exercising, and, you know... Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh really? Oh, I've, I've been putting it on. Oh, oh y'all sorry. getting in already without me. Because uh, <laughs> you, you know already. You know what I mean. No, you already got I'll, your trainer. Go on with your story. Go on with anyway, your story. So, one sleepyhead wants to join us. Um, and so, Natasha's like, hey, she wants to um, join us. Because we be meeting at 645 in the morning, right? And she's going to try to meet later. She's like, can we meet at 10? What? 10. Because I'll be asleep. She's not a morning person. Girl, I'm sick of I it. I said. I'm sick of it. I was mad at times with people asking me. <laughs> Can we meet three hours and 15 minutes later? Not because I'm usually at work. Not because I'm really doing something. 10. I'm, so I can sleep in. Yeah. I said, absolutely not. And here was my first thing. It wasn't even about uh, how ridiculous that was that we're going to be. You ain't showed up to not one, one single <laughs> exercise. Like you haven't showed up not one time to one boot camp. And now we're going to make accommodations. That's another thing about people. They haven't put in any effort for accommodations to even be made for you. Right. You know what I mean? You ain't got no credibility, no You don't have no receipts and, and, and putting in effort. No receipts. But you come in the gate. More people for. to bend and turn for mm-hmm. you. Absolutely not. No, it's enough for me. Yeah. Yep. If the swimsuit don't come in your size, go find another swimsuit. Don't yell at the company for not making it in plus, plus, plus size. <laughs> your, face. your face. We were not meant to be overweight. We were not meant to be sick. We. I'm so sick of us trying to normalize it. Yeah. Stop yeah. it. Yeah. It, this is not healthy. It yeah. is not healthy. I don't care how many of us... I'm talking about the average black woman is a size 16. Okay, that's true. Yeah. That don't mean it's right. 
No, it's not. And 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 like I said before, you know, that's a slippery slope. Very slippery. Very that's slippery. a very slippery slope because once something begins, how do you say? How do you pull put the reins on? How are you pulling the reins? Like where where do you say, okay, I made these accommodations, but here's where it stops. You got to know what your company stands for, what it Absolutely. represents. Absolutely. From top. And if you decide Absolutely. that, okay, you know what, I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z, then you decide. But because I, I get kind of frustrated. I mean, it happened with Sonic, um, the movie. So many people wrote in about how they designed Sonic that they end up doing the whole movie over. And I was like, these public opinions start is starting to weigh in just But they can ruin you. They can ruin you. Right. Public opinion will ruin you. Yeah. Truly. You know what I'm saying? So they had to. They had yeah. to. Yeah. They were forced to like. Okay. They mad. Yeah. They don't like it. What was and the wrong too many with the it. way they designed Sonic the first time? He didn't look. Because you know Sonic is a, a video game. He, he didn't look right. enough like the. The original. The, the, yeah. So. I mean people took the time out. A lot of people took the time out and said. Mm-mm. Oh Yeah. It, it's amazing to me the things that people care about in the world that we don't. Like, we're all so different. It's so crazy. I'm like, I wouldn't lift a finger to give a flaunt about half the stuff people. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing to me, right? But, and, and vice versa. People wouldn't care nothing about what I care about. True. And so. Oh, yeah. Which leads me to Kimberly's. Um, indeed. Kimberly. Uh, Kimberly. Kimberly. Oh, Kimberly. I'm sorry. No, Kimberly. R. Yes. Shout to out to Kimberly. Kimberly. Hey Kimberly, <laughs> you left um, a comment on a couple a podcast or two ago, and <laughs> Lisa and I, you know, we love to talk so much that we 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 talked our way over to um, not having enough time to address the comments. So, what um, we were speaking on at that time was assuming that the people in your life aren't interested in exercising or just this healthy lifestyle and kind of leaving them to what they're interested in and us doing what we're interested in and not trying to be kind of like an evangelist or think that this is somebody else's uh, thing just because it's our thing. And you say, you know, give them a chance. People are, you know, interested and, you know, just kind of like basically give them a chance. Right. Mm -hmm. Kimberly, I wish it was so. I wish it was so, my friend. <laughs> um, when I when we speak on things such as um, how people engage with us regardless of things, it comes with a ton of history with it. It comes with us trying because when Lisa and I first started being plant based and being person, we started off as personal trainers. Mm -hmm. We were super excited about it. We thought everyone was going to jump on board and be as excited as us. I know, especially I did it with my family and all my friends. And I used to try to ask people to come to the riverfront, um, go down there. No one would show. Um, let's say, let's go do this. Let's let's do a family bike riding. Let's uh, let's go skate. I tried to make active activities. I tried to get people to. And after a while, I realized I was the problem. It wasn't them. It was me. Mm -hmm. um, you cannot force people to be interested at the time and the level and the intensity that you're interested in. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want people to join you, you know, let it be clear. Like uh, just uh, last summer, I let my family know. I put in a group chat and said, hey, y'all, uh, I'll be at the track um, every morning if anyone wants to join me. You know, feel free. This is where I'm going to be at at this time. 
I don't even think anyone responded, let alone showed up. And, <laughs> and I was okay with that. There's no pressure on my end. You don't have to feel guilty on your end. And that's just what it is. And I would love, I would truly love if people, you know, just like I have a brunch crew. Mm -hmm. Every month we pick a different spot and we go to brunch. Mm -hmm. And I told them, like, let's do something active. Let's let's um meet on the riverfront and maybe go for a walk. Nothing crazy right 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 they didn't want any parts like uh this is brunch sis like no right and i said well, okay we can meet outside of brunch we can do brunch and then another day we'll go skating or something they didn't want and i had to respect that we didn't get into this with you saying hey let's be friends i'm active you're active you know we have to i just have to meet people where they are mm -hmm. and so it's not a negative on their end. That's just something that you have to engage with the people who want to engage with that with you. Like Lisa, Tiff, and I, how our fit trip, no one at this point, it's, it's closed off. <laughs> no one is invited. No one can come because people used to say, I want to come, but I don't want to do this. I don't right. want to do that. I'll just sit on the porch and wait for y'all while y'all go exercise. And we're like, no, this is a fit trip. And we even had where people, we remember we made a whole thing where they had to pass a fitness test. Like you had to do, <laughs> be able to that. run a mile, do 30 sit-ups in a minute and stuff like that. Uh, we <laughs> Just to come on a fit trip. Just to come on a fit trip. Because we got to know when you get there that you can keep up. You know, we'll tone it down. Yeah. But you got to be able to bring it up. And to this day, this is our sixth year. It's just the three of us. And that's just the way it's going to remain because we all have similar interests. Yep. And we still have friends. If like we're going to New Orleans next month, we're going to have a ball. But it will not, you know, be about fitness. And it won't that's be about fine. health at all. No. Yeah. Quite the opposite. <laughs> you the, said quite the opposite. Like the Let, the fool, <laughs> Let the foolishness begin. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Um, but, yeah, no, that's facts. I'm glad you got a chance to reply to Kimberly because you've been holding that in your spirit for a couple months. Yeah, uh, I was like, she thinks that I just don't want to hang with. I would love to. I mean, that would be. people and, and, you know, and just what I was just telling you with the um, with the uh, boot camp. I call it boot camp for baddies, by the way. <laughs> that's the name of the group. Um, I was like, I'm going to get a wagon to start toting you know, these weights and stuff like that. And Mina was like, you know, we can just help you carry it because that's a waste of money. You're not going to, I was like, no, because I can start making like more boot camps and invite more people. She was like, Jay, you know, ain't nobody going to come. I said, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I know, but you know, I'll be here. So. <laughs> Let me live. Let, me, Let live. me live. Can I just dream of people wanting to exercise and, and loving it? Can I? Leave me alone. That's right. Don't wake me up so soon, sis. <laughs> Let me dream a little bit. I swear to God. Listen, speaking of dreaming, make your health and fitness dreams an absolute reality by joining the Black Health Academy and getting on a wait list for Farm to Table. Um, if you haven't already, guys, please, please, please do yourself a whole favor. Like, you know, you know what it means to feel amazing and you know what it means to not operate in your full self because your health is a liability. So let's make your health an asset um, and do take the first step and join the Black Health Academy. Absolutely complimentary. All you need is time and attention, time and attention. Dive into all of our pre-recorded nutrition classes, master classes inside of the Black Health Academy at www.theblackhealthacademy.com. And then when you're ready to take that next step and um, come on over to this plant-based world and get powered by plants, plants every damn day, you can come get this health at 
firm to table. Listen, Jay, um, my coach gave me an idea just yesterday. I think I'm going to create this new series called Beyond the Table. Mm-hmm. And basically, because you know, my mission with Farm to Table is not just to make everybody plant based, but it's like to make them as healthy as possible so they can leverage their health and be obedient in life. And so, my coach gave me a phenomenal idea. And I think I'm going to do this thing called Beyond the Table, where basically, you know, we begin to highlight, you know, our students in Farm to Table and people in general who have taken back their health mm-hmm. and how they've been able to leverage that health. So just like with Kelly and her diabetes, we reversed her diabetes. And because of it, she finally went on to finish her book. She finally went on to start her YouTube channel and her Facebook group. You know, she finally uh, started and in, in, creating new courses and programming for this her new company. And so it was all because her health went from a liability to an asset. Mm-hmm. Same thing with our alumni community manager, Michelle. You know, she graduated from Farm to Table. She learned so much about plant-based nutrition that when her sister got diagnosed with cancer, she was able to nurse her sister back to health much quicker than the doctors had, um, you know, anticipated mm-hmm. because, you know, of what, like Michelle literally went and lived with her sister for a period of time to help teach her how to eat so that she could recover faster. Um, and now she's starting her own health coaching business specifically for people who were just diagnosed with cancer and stages one or two have a high survival rate. And she wants to teach them how to use plant-based mm. nutrition to do that. So we about to, I'm about to start this, t- this series called Beyond the Table, where we basically talk about how literally you getting in alignment with your own health. How has that allowed you to step out and be obedient in the mm. world? Because, I mean, if you want to be healthy just to be healthy, that's cool. And we're not mad at that, but we just happen to not be the company that mm-hmm. pushes that. We just happen here at the Black Health Academy to push a little further and go a little bit beyond the quota. So being healthy to be healthy just for the sake of living comfortably is fine. But we want to work with people who want to be healthy because they know there's an imprint that they're meant to leave on the world and they need to be an optimal condition to do that. So beyond the table, let me finish working it out in my head, y'all. And um, we going we gonna to bring it to the podcast and bring it to the people. So, listen, that's all I got today, Jay. You got anything else? You've been hitting them today. No. No, let me calm down. I'll you put got- on accommodations. <laughs> <laughs> got accommodations, bitch. Got to be hot. Got to be hot. Yeah, no. I was, I was flabbergasted. I was like, wow, <laughs> the world is getting out of control. Like, they like, listen, I got a chronic disease, and damn it, you're going to respect it. I said, okay, now. So, you know, it is what it is. You know, we all think differently. You know, maybe people think she was within her rights to demand that companies start making foods that's going to let her eat it with diabetes. Your ingredients. Change your ingredients. I got diabetes. Yeah. No, I got nothing else to say. Okay, that looked like you was done anyway. All right. (laughs) Finished. You hear me? (laughs) Put a fork in me. Uh, Listen, and with that, we'll see you guys back here in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Do yourself and your community a whole favor. favor. Click like, click share. Share this with somebody who needs to hear it. Make sure you follow us on whatever platform you listen to so that you never miss an episode. Until next time. Be be well. well.